When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have a value alert on prediction strike. Kyle Pitts is down to $2.31. Kyle Pitts down to $2.31. A 55% decline. Get him on prediction strike, promo code Underworld, and get a free player share with a $20 deposit. man there's always every week you're like hey man this is the week no more waiver wire options there's no way like you're scouring the waiver wire you're listening to the the game plan show with maddie quoom and he's telling you who to pick up before sunday just to stash all the right stashes all the, the last minute trades you're like there's nobody left there's no way there's anybody available i just don't believe it there's no way that <laughs> We haven't got our bases covered, right? We've 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 got every every backup running back, every handcuff, every breather back has been accounted for. There's just no way. There's no there's no way that there there could be an option that could that could rear up, right? It could surface over the 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 calm waters, right? There's no there's no way. There's no nothing's gonna break the surface. There's no options. There's no there's never any options. On the waiver wire on Saturday and Sunday, it's always it always looks completely empty, just barren. And then we show up here on the waiver wire program, and there are guys. There are always guys. This is it never fails. There's guys. There are guys that can help your fantasy team that are available in the free agent pool every week. And in a lot of leagues, and this is crazy, a lot of leagues. I'm seeing a, a bunch of, and this is. I gotta put some. I gotta put some, some sunglasses on for this one because this one's wild. This one, this one, I can't believe. This one is 65% of Yahoo leagues have Ken, Kenny, Kenneth Walker available in the free agent pool. Is it Ken? Is it Kenny? Or is it Kenneth? In the chat, let me know, please. We're streaming live on YouTube right now. Just go to YouTube, type in Player Profiler, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can tune in live. Most mornings, most mornings between 11 and noon, we we go live with the waiver wired program, and then we rat a tat tat. We just come right back over the top with the Mind of Mansion at like 12:30. So we did it last week with Alan Soslowski. I did the waiver wired show, then I did a four hour show with Alan, maybe five hours. We're gonna have Alan back on. We could have Alan back on. Alan is, wow, by popular request. People love Alan Sislowski. Unreal. Just as, it's unreal. It's unreal. I think it's the rapport, right? I mean, think about, like, think about the, the information that Dwayne McFarland brought to the table, right? 
incredible. Like I was writing stuff down. I was, I, oh my God, I got to remember this. And Alan comes on and he's not necessarily throwing the every stat at us, but the rapport, having listened to the show for so many years, I mean, the guy was just a natural. The guy, he was natural rapport. And I think we found the next co-host of the Sonic Truth podcast. We're going to have him on the next episode and we're going to see how that goes. And then we're going to go from there. But I think the next the next episode we do, the next sort of a, you know monthly installment of the Sonic Truth is going to have to be Alan Soslowski. I think that's a no brainer. It's got a, it's a no brainer. Alan's amazing. I love I love talking to him. In fact, I just wanted to bring him on because of you know Hog Gate, right? There's all this speculation now that I have this giant penis, and it's all anyone wants to talk about. It's like I put it out there, unrelated. Like I put a tweet about Eno Benjamin. And then the next thing I know, it's like hog talk. And it's like, okay, everybody. Okay, I get it. Like, enough. Okay, enough. I, I get it. It's cool. We're happy. Everybody's happy, right? But uh, I'd love to get Alan's take on it. I think Alan would have a great take on my penis. I don't know what it would be. I can't, I can't even guess. I can't even. I have no idea. But I would like to, to play the video for Alan and, and show him some comments and see what he would have to say about this. See what he have to say. He has also as a bald man resembles his head resembles right. So he might be closer to to uh, the uh, the uh, the topic than many others. <laughs> Alan, what am I doing? I'm killing Alan in abstention. This is not fair. You cannot kill someone when they're not there. You got to you got to kill them to their face. You got to kill them to their face. So we'll have him on. We'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about all of this thing. All of these things. I'll be covered. With the Sonic Truth podcast. And on the Sonic Truth podcast, we talked about Ken, Kenny, Kenneth Walker. We don't know what it is. We're just going to say Ken, Ken, Kenny. I think Ken, Ken, Kenny. I like that. Kenneth is too many. Kenneth is too hard for me. But Ken, Ken, Kenny. I kind of like that. Kenny, Kenny, Ken, Kenny, Ken, Ken Walker. So, yeah, some kind of Ken, Ken with a Kenny in there. I think that is that is good, too. So, Ken, Ken, Kenny Walker should have been a top five pick in all rookie drafts should have been because running back talent at age 21 is so coveted in dynasty leagues for all the right reasons and we have a book right we have we have this book the dynasty dominator book available on amazon on the kindle just type in dynasty dominator reloaded you want the reloaded version the other version is way outdated it's garbage this version where's the ver this version the old version, the Dynasty Dominator uh, Part 1 or uh, uh, First Edition, terrible. D useless. Don't don't read it. This one, though, great, great. Because it, basically we said, what did we say? We said uh, Brees Hall, uh, London, Olave, Kenneth Walker, pretty good. That's a pretty good pretty good track record there. I think we're, we're looking good. We're looking good. Everyone's very happy, right? You have Olave, you have London. Now you have Walker. You're very happy. I just I wish I had more Brees Hall. We were so right. I mean, right as rain. I did not take a, an opportunity to to really just say I told you so. I mean, we did a dance party, a sort of impromptu dance party. I didn't even have the dance party music. I've since uploaded the dance party music. So uh, we now for future dance parties. Look at me. I mean, isn't this this is right? Look, look at this. These sunglasses. I mean, these particular sunglasses are just perfectly aligned with this music. Here we go! Whoa! Right, right. Okay, so we got the dance party music loaded. That's for next time we have a dance party. 
But I just wanted to make sure that I said, I told you so. Like, we named the show Brees Hall. We said the big, massive, hairy Brees Hall breakout is coming. You have to bend your will to get him in all leagues. Allen went as far as saying he's the number one running back in Dynasty, which doesn't even look that crazy anymore. That's actually a debate we'll have with Steve Rippey on the Mind of Mansion show. I get that this is supposed to be the waiver-wired show. I just have other thoughts. And I can't talk about Kenneth Walker, uh, Ken, Kenny, Ken. I can't talk about him without thinking about Dynasty. And then when I think about Dynasty, I think of Brees Hall, and then I think about I told you so. So you understand how that works, right? My brain. Like, I just... How is Kenneth Walker available in 65% of leagues? Now, I know that 25% of those leagues are joke leagues. They're they're dead leagues. They're they're barely active. They're just placeholders. But some percentage, like 30%, are, are, are human beings competing for a fantasy football championship. At least 10 of them. Letting Kenneth Walker just sit there. Oh, oh. See, the thing is, if this were another offense, right? If this were one of these incompetent offenses, if this were the the Falcons, right? If this were the Steelers, right? Like if Jalen Warren's available, that's okay. Like it's a, you understand it, right? It's fine. Tyler Algier still available, still out there in some leagues. Okay, okay, right? I get it. It's fine, right? I I, I even Tyler Algier. I forgot to put him in the in the, we have the Fab guidance, so. Patreon.com forward slash podfather. Also on our Discord in the Patreon section, the Patreon exclusive section of our Discord, I put the fab guidance for Walker and Benjamin and Joshua Kelly and all the guys we're going to talk about today, the exact amount to bid in deep leagues and the exact amount to bid in shallow leagues. And I, I forgot about Algier. I, I, sh, I should, because we, we featured him last week. And so I just said, well, we, we said all there is to say about Algier last week. And what? Right? I mean, it's the Falcons. And normally you'd say, well, it's not that exciting to get Kenneth Walker. He's on the Seahawks. If this were a month ago, right, we'd be like, yeah, these Seahawks, they're, you know, the limited upside. It's the reason why we weren't into Rashad Penny. I mean, I feel bad for Billy Muzio. He's all in on Rashad Penny. <laughs> I tried to tell him, man. How many, how many times did I try to tell him? I was like, man, Billy, Billy, no, we, we don't, we don't, we don't draft the Rashad Pennies. Okay. There's just nothing there. And part of my, theory of the case was that Rashad Penny was a Seahawk and you know he's not active in the passing game so what the fuck are we doing we're 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 drafting a between the tackles grinder one of the worst offenses in the league that can never be a good idea ever ever and and uh, until the end of time which is what forever means and uh, it was also is he 26 or so? it's great so the the case for Penny was a, a very thin thread the case for Walker was a little better because at least he's a young running back with some juice and could potentially develop as a pass catcher, though unlikely. He was only the best runner in all of college football last year, so that's great. But now, see, that was a month ago. See, early September, we had this one view of the Seattle offense. Now it's a completely different view. Now this is the Geno Smith offense. This is the Geno Smith-led Seahawks offense. And I'm not letting anyone get away with calling this the Pete Carroll offense or whatever their offensive court. Don't even think about it. Don't even. Th- I know I know that's the instinct, right? The fantasy gamer doesn't want to give Geno Smith credit. They want to give the credit to the coach. I know they all do. All these analysts, too. Especially the, oh, especially the, the, 
the corporate fantasy analysts. Oh, the corporate fantasy analysts. They just cannot wait. They are they are just they are like a chained dog just trying to break free and just run around the yard, the fenced in compound, just barking, barking. Coach, 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 coach. Oh, 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 they fixed him. They fixed why would you give Geno Smith credit for just being a professional who is dedicated to his craft and develops his skill set over time and his confidence? Why would you do that? Why, how, why would you give him? <laughs> that's silly. Why give the guy that's actually doing the work the credit for the work he's done? That doesn't make sense. Let's give it to another guy that's <laughs> basically giving him ideas for stuff that he might want to do, right? It's like, what? This is this is how it works. Though. You're gonna you're gonna start to see these pieces written about the offensive coordinator of the Seahawks. It's 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 gonna be bad. And I don't even have him off the top of my head. We're gonna be creating team pages on playerprofiler.com, dedicated team pages, just like our player pages. And we're gonna have the offensive coordinator. His name is Shane. Waldron. We're going to have that readily available, more readily available than it is now. And 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 so you're going to start to see the 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 Shane Waldron puff pieces are coming. I just want to warn everyone that that's happening. It's already happened probably, and I just haven't read them yet because I don't read that kind of gibberish, but it is it, you're going to see more of it. You're going to see because they have to explain this. You can't explain it with the athlete himself. Or the players around him, like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, you can't explain it with their excellence. It's not enough. You need a white guy with khakis and a laminated sheet and maybe even an iPad. You need to make you need that needs to be a guy that we can identify with. That then you can give him the credit, and then we'll all feel good about it. Like, oh yeah, that makes more sense. That's a guy I can relate to. He's the reason. It's not the athletes. It's not their. It's not their growth and development on their own. It's this guy they brought in with new ideas for, uh, for new types of plays no one's ever seen before. Play action. Whoa. Motion. Whoa. This is innovative stuff. So the idea that in the context of this Seattle offense, which is now one of the most potent offenses in the league, a rotational back who's 21 coming off a year being the best runner in all of college football and a second round pick having shredded the combine with four, four wheels that that guy would be available in that offense is crazy. It's insane. Like on principle, you would never do that. Like our, the way we work, right? Like the way we, as a, uh, a fantasy football analysis organization, how we work is we say, Hey, what offenses are the best. And then we say on top of that, who's operating in the context of these offenses, hogging most of the touches with explosiveness. And if he's a running back, it'd be better if he's he's at least competent in the passing game, if not super slick and fluid and everything else. That's it. That's it. So just you, you, as we teach you how to fish and you see a, a Kenneth Walker somehow get dropped, right? You pick him up, all right? I, I, I'm not managing your leagues, right? I'm not there. I don't see when he gets dropped. I don't see the transaction come in. 
I'm in enough leagues of my own. Thank you. And then you know, oh, Seahawks. Oh, second round pick. Oh, 4-4 four, four wheels. Oh, 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 oh. Pick that guy up. Pick that guy. Get that guy. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And the thing is, like, even the second guy I highlighted this week, Eno Benjamin, it's not like he's available, right? It's not like I've ever had a chance to get Eno Benjamin. I'm in more than 10 dynasty leagues and more than 10 seasonal leagues, high stakes, celebrity leagues, you know, analyst leagues, all these things, right? Leagues only, the only, like, just imagine every type of league. I'm in it, including the Scott Fish Bowl, where I am 5-0, and and, you know, leagues that where you have to have a giant penis in order to get in. <laughs> Who saw... Raise your hand if you saw that one coming. I didn't even see that coming. I didn't. I have to admit, I didn't see that one coming. I I felt it coming, but I didn't see it coming. I don't even know if that makes sense. Maybe it does. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna lean into this penis thing, guys. I'm leaning into it. I'm leaning into hog talk. It's fun. I like it. Like, if who who would have thought? Like, could is there a more perfect dude? Right. How we have the boner sound effect queued up. It's like the first preferred sound effect. You have the boner sound effect. You have the fart sound effect. So anything with me going viral on social media that is related to farts or boners, this wasn't even a boner. This is my normal penis. Regardless, I don't, I'm not doing this again. We're not doing this again. Chat, I can see what you're doing. We're not doing this. We're not. We're not doing this, chat. You're getting me. I know you're doing. You're sucking me in again. No, no, we're not going down this road. It's, I have. To, I gotta. I gotta talk to Steve Rippy. I told him I. 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 I'd connect with him in like twenty minutes. We got back-to-back -back shows here. We've talked about one player, Kenneth Walker, who's available in nobody's leagues. What are we doing? Like I, I'm in all these. I'm in so many leagues, and yet no Kenneth Walker, no Eno Benjamin. It's a shame. Eno Benjamin is on the verge of a, a true bell cow role because not only is James Conner banged up as predicted, but see the, the underlying news that matters is the Darrell Williams injury. That really opens things up. That's important. Okay. So now the upside of, Eno Benjamin is real. It's real. It's like top 20 running back real. Even Jonathan Ward was injured. And after that, now it's Keontae Ingram, right? Keontae Ingram could be active. So, yes, admittedly, I was solely focused on Eno Benjamin, making sure that people go get Eno Benjamin because he's still available in a lot of leagues. But for the deep league people, let's not forget. Let's We can't forget about Keontae Ingram. Keontae Ingram is 220 pounds. Keontae Ingram has an 80th percentile speed score. Keontae Ingram is also super strong. He, has like a, he, he benched 23 reps of 225 that also tells you that he works out right he, he's in the gym so i love that i love that about keontae ring he's not like the best running back prospect he was a sixth round pick but so was eno benjamin so now we could have competing six round picks eno's smaller 
So we could be in a world without James Conner, without Williams, without Jonathan Ward, where it's Keontae Ingram between the tackles and it's it's Eno Benjamin, but Eno Benjamin in more of a featured satellite back plus role. 60% opportunity share, getting the targets out of the backfield. That's the upside for Eno Benjamin. But do not forget about Keontae Ingram. He now is gonna he's gonna be active. He's gonna be a factor. It's very interesting. He's very interesting. And I will amend my post on Discord, and we will make sure Keontae Ingram is talked about. Again, I've, I myself became one of these corporate fantasy analysts, forgetting about the people that are in leagues like me, where, where you draft 22 people, right? Absolutely, Keontae Ingram is, is someone you want to be rostering, in addition to Eno Benjamin. Eno Benjamin, all leagues. Because we're talking, he's so close to a 60% opportunity share for the rest of the season in an offense that's going to improve with DeAndre Hopkins coming back soon. It's very exciting. And Joshua Kelly's already in one of the best offenses in the league, and he has supplanted fully Sony Michelle. So you got to put at least a 5% bid on him no matter what size your league is. In deeper leagues, I'd go 10% on Joshua Kelly. I already have a bunch of Joshua Kelly stashed in these deep leagues, so I already have a bunch of, it's fine. Like, I'm a Josh Kelly truther. You all know I'm a Josh Kelly truther, and I'm an Ashton Doolin truther. You know that. Is Joshua, is it Josh or Joshua? Is it Joshua now? Is it Ken, Kenny, Kenneth? I can't keep up. Okay? What about DJ Dallas? DJ, what is he now? Is he D? Or is he J? Or is he DJ? Because I mean, these guys with their names changing every week, I don't know anymore. DJ Dallas is the new Joshua Kelly. Or DJ Dallas becomes just... It, it, just like Keontae Ingram, it's like, who's next? Who's the guy behind the guy? Well, the guy behind Kenneth Walker is, is DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas is 218. DJ Dallas has a 60th percentile speed score. DJ Dallas has been their satellite back. They, they, they wanted to be Travis Homer. Travis Homer goes out for the season. Now it's DJ Dallas. He's operated as a satellite back, just a passing down back in the past, but he has the size to be an all-purpose player. So does Joshua Kelly. Joshua Kelly is comparable to Sony Michelle, but Sony Michelle with all the, the chronic knee problems. He has an all-purpose skill set, as does DJ Dallas. That's where the real upside is. When you can get these guys that are 210-plus pounds that can operate in all phases, and Joshua Kelly and DJ Dallas are on even better offenses than Eno Benjamin. So all these guys are guys you want, right? It's just that Eno Benjamin happens to be behind James Conner, who runs to contact, and there's just a there's a much higher likelihood that James Conner goes down. Though uh, Ken Kenneth Ken Walker Kenny Ken Ken he's had a groin injury, he's had a hamstring injury already in in training camp and preseason. So stranger things, right? You the the, the past injuries do predict future injuries. Another option to stash where you might have to put a few percentage down Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray luckily didn't play Thursday night. Melvin Gordon operated in a in a workhorse-ish role and also didn't get hurt. So now there's less of an incentive or a zeal to go out and get Latavius Murray. So just go and stash him now. Stash him now. The problem is <laughs> the problem is the Broncos are the offense we thought we were getting in Seattle. That's the crazy thing. It's like what is the real upside of even being the starting running back of the Broncos? Oh, you're Melvin Gordon. Maybe, right? Maybe you're Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is 15 fantasy points against the Colts. I mean, <laughs> that was a quick turnaround for Melvin Gordon, who was dealing with his own injuries. He was questionable. 
Let him have a full 10-day rest. I want to see Melvin Gordon next week. It's interesting. Melvin Gordon this week is, is going to be very telling, but I'm stashing Latavius Murray in advance because Latavius Murray can be also a primary back. All these guys, right? DJ Dallas, Latavius Murray, Joshua Kelly, they all have primary back roles in their range of outcomes. See, that's where the Mike Boons don't. That's why you prioritize Murray over a Boone because Mike Boone is like Deion Jackson, right? These are undrafted guys that are explosive, but there just isn't a realistic world where a coach says, you're my guy, right? There's always going to be a Philip Lindsay. There's always going to be a Latavius Murray around the corner that prevents these guys from ever being fully unlocked. You just, you have to see it to believe it. You might say the same for DJ Dallas, but I mean, DJ Dallas and Joshua Kelly, they at least, especially Joshua Kelly, operated in true bell cow roles final two years in college. That gives me more hope. And the fact that he's sort of climbed the ladder over time and supplanted Sony Michelle over time. Same thing with DJ Dallas. They've been in the league a couple of years. They've been on the same team for a couple of years. They have the size. They have the passing game ability. They seem to have developed trust with the coaching staff over the last few years. Deion Jackson's not there yet, right? Mike Boone's not there yet. Mike Boone's never going to be there. Mike Boone's 27. Right, so you can't make fun of one twenty-seven-year-old running back like Rashad Penny and then say, "Oh, well, Mike, you know, Mike Boone's different." No, Mike Boone has a, a lower likelihood of ever taking over than Deion Jackson. And Deion Jackson is still the unknown, but Deion Jackson's also behind uh, Jonathan Taylor. He's probably back this week, if I had to guess. Jonathan Taylor wants to play. Likely, the only reason he didn't play on. Week five is because it was a Thursday night game. If it was a Sunday game, you got to think Jonathan Taylor might have been out there. So I, Deion Jackson is a lower priority, even though he was you know, very active in the passing game. It was great to see him out there, not Philip Lindsay in the passing game. Naheem Hines did get the concussion. And I think as, if Naheem Hines misses this week, he's going to be the satellite back for the Colts. But it also just means more touches for Jonathan Taylor. So I can't, I just can't get there with Deion Jackson. Though he is the type of running back I love to stash just on principle. It's muscle memory. It's muscle memory. You just you keep stashing those kinds of players with muscle memory. And eventually, eventually, right? Eventually. Like Isaiah Pacheco. Eventually. Right? It's going to happen. Eventually. Kenny Gainwell. It's going to happen. Eventually. Zamir White's going to happen. Eventually. You got to keep stashing these guys. You just got to keep... I mean, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire... Just showed everybody what he really is. I mean, that is exactly who we thought he was on Monday Night Football. What a joke. What To just get you know, out-snapped and out-touched and out-classed by Jarek McKinnon. I just love it. I love that it's McKinnon that's doing the, 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 the relegation. I fucking love that. And I have a bunch of Kelsey in these win-now dynasty leagues. Wow, right? Wow. I think I'm going to talk about Travis Kelsey more. Because my first fantasy football article I ever wrote which was a, an article I submitted to ESPN many, many, many years ago, it was all about why Tony Gonzalez was such a great pick in the first round. And it turns out to, so was Travis Kelsey this year. Once those, those big receivers that you wanted were off the board, the big three, well, you should have pivoted to Kelsey. That was the move, actually. In, in hindsight, that was the move. And that was the one tight end that we said, yes, you should be drafting. Right at the turn, boom, get him. Ideally, remember there was a world where... People could get Diggs Kelsey at the turn. That was insane. So cool. 
I don't know why we're talking about Travis Kelsey. I have no idea what happened there. I just wanted to make sure people knew that I had a bunch of him. Oh, and I, uh, I, I, I crashed early last night, and I woke up thinking I lost a bunch of leagues, and I won. I won the matchups. Hey, Kelsey, hey! And my competitors in all these patron leagues, patreon.com forward slash podfather, you can eat it. You can eat it. You can eat it. And, and you know, it's not just about who you're picking up in these leagues. And, you know, for me, a lot of these guys are not available. Like, like I said, you know, Benjamin not available. Even Latavius Murray, he's been soaked up in most of these high stakes leagues. But that's why Underdog has the Resurrection Tournament. The Resurrection Tournament starts week six. It's week six through week 17. This is the tournament you need to be in because it's a fresh slate. It's a fresh set of ADPs. And if you've been paying close attention, you're going to have an advantage over people that aren't quite as tuned in, that don't quite understand, hey, when is Player X due to be back from injury? Keenan Allen should be back this week. Right? You can get value on players like that. Or players that have underperformed because of the schedule early in the season. And you see all the schedules opening up. Oh, it's on. It's on for, you know, Debo and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. We talked about them, right? George Kittle's been a top three tight end in fantasy points per game in the last five seasons. So these are some great values on Underdog, the Resurrection Tournament, as well as making sure you're stashing the Josh Kellys, the DJ Dallases. These are great best ball running backs. If you had any idea they were going to be relevant in August, but we didn't. And then Underdog comes in and says, well, actually, let's do a tournament where you're drafting in September and October, and you can you can draft these guys in those double-digit rounds, and then we say, uh, yeah, great. Underdog Fantasy, promo code UNDERWORLD, that gets you a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So you sign up for Underdog, you go to the App Store, you get Underdog, then you put $100 in, and then they'll, they'll match that $100 and uh, go get in the resurrection. You just, it's I mean, Time is ticking. I mean, it's not... You might, oh, well, you know, I have all week. No. Thursday night football is the kickoff of week six. So you have today, you have tomorrow. Get into the resurrection now before it's too late. Rondale Moore is interesting in the resurrection and also on the waiver wire. We, he was the featured receiver last week. We said, hey, this, this really this seems like a Jamal Agnew week for Rondale Moore. I, I'm staring right at the advice from last week on uh, Patreon and on uh, – Discord and, and and sure enough, seven catches. He has a couple weeks left where he can have he can make big plays. He can make people miss yards after the catch. He can get downfield until DeAndre Hopkins comes back. He's a couple. Just get him now, and then well, what happens if Marquise Brown goes down? Right. I mean, just because DeAndre Hopkins is on the horizon doesn't mean you don't pick up Rondale Moore. Alec Pierce had a nice game. He had a nice game partly because Doolin was hurt and Paris Campbell is incompetent. What are we doing? You really want an auxiliary weapon in a Colts passing game? Really? Really? That's what you want? Okay. Right? Remember Donovan Peoples-Jones? We're like, I like him. He's explosive, but he's, you know, you're going to be able to get him in a few weeks once he's dropped because it's the Jacoby Brissett offense. Then you can pick him back up and then you can get him for Deshaun Watson. That's what you want. That's what you want. You want... Wide receivers that have a chance to be, you know, the number two option in, in some of the best offenses. That that was the case for Josh Palmer. He didn't exactly deliver. It was more of the Mike Williams show, which is great because that's what we have in so many leagues. But that guy is now Khalil Shakir. Now, unfortunately, he scored the touchdown. Not great, right? But he's still clearly the number three option. He's one of these anonymous type guys that was drafted in the 
you know, fifth round, but he runs a 4-4, 70th percentile speed score, 80th percentile burst score, comparable to Golden Tate, dominant college receiver, very similar to Gabriel Davis, strikingly similar. He's like a smaller version of Gabriel Davis and potentially a better separator than Gabriel Davis. I know Gabriel Davis is, uh, he's back, right? He's he's back in, in our good graces. Still can't quite get the 17% target share that he's been grasping for that's so elusive. It's possible that we look up and Khalil Shakir is the better receiver in a couple of years, is getting more targets. Gabriel Davis wasn't this involved in his rookie year, was he? No. They were both fifth-round picks, weren't they? They had similar dominator ratings, similar breakout ages, but Khalil Shakir is now producing... In the absence of Jamison Crowder, Dust, right? Isaiah McKenzie, okay, gadgety, fun, joysticky dude. But the joysticky dudes aren't aren't the consistent producers. A guy like Kolo Shakir in the Bills offense, he's the ultimate handcuff wide receiver, Kolo Shakir. I still like Zay Jones. He had eight targets, the most under-the-radar eight-target game ever. It's looking like... Trevor Lawrence is a fake Peyton Manning, but uh, Zay Jones consistently gets targets. That's the, the the most inexpensive source of targets for deep leagues is Zay Jones. Donovan Peoples-Jones, this is the time we might want to start stashing him because now you see Watson's on the horizon. As opposed to like a Nico Collins, it's like, you know, these are the two Michigan receivers, the two big Michigan receivers with athleticism. Nico Collins needs a Brandon Cooks injury because he's on the Texans. And they run that offense now through Damian Pierce. So you could also stash Jamison Williams. I mean, think about all the injuries to the Lions offense. They need Jamison Williams back. So Jamison Williams is an interesting guy to, to go get if he is available, even in trade. Stashing Wandale Robinson. He's going to be the number one as soon as he returns. Kadarius Tony is toast. Kadarius Tony's having one of those Curtis Samuel years where just it, it's a lost season. He's questionable every week and then always ruled out. Whenever you see that, you walk away. Even in Dynasty, you try to put this guy on the block. It's like, he's questionable, questionable, out. Questionable, questionable, out. Questionable, questionable, out. That means toast. Deami Brown is out there. Don't overbid. It's still the Carson Wentz offense. Get out of here. I know that the injury to Dotson. Wish him all the best. Hamstring injury for Dotson. Is that what it is? Correct me if I'm wrong. Could be wrong. Let's say he misses a couple weeks. What is Deami Brown giving you as a number three option? Right, he still, was, I mean, it's not a couple big plays. I mean, he never should have been available in dynasty leagues. He was available in some of my dynasty leagues. I picked him up last week. Didn't have any idea this would happen. But it's like on principle, he's a day two pick. He's got explosiveness. He's interesting. But I mean, come on, seasonal leagues? What? No, I'd rather st- keep stashing Josh Palmer. Like Deami Brown's upside is is maybe he's Josh Palmer, but he has a a much worse offense, All right? So that's not even... His upside is not Josh Palmer. His upside is not even K.J. Osborne. Think about it. Again, it's the, it's the Wentz offense. It's not the Cousins offense. It's not the Herbert offense. So I don't even know what his upside is. I don't even... I, it's lower than Beckham, lower than Osborne, okay? Tight end streamers, I would lean into the volatility on Taysom Hill. Even over a Hayden Hurst, I, I want that Taysom Hill volatility. If he had three rushing touchdowns somehow, I mean, yes, let's go. I'll take it. Though it was the Seahawks. So just that's the problem. Don't get too far out over your skis on Taysom Hill. If you don't get him, Hurst is, is is already rostered in a lot of leagues. Fine. I have a lot of Hurst. Robert Tunyon, again, four for four. The touchdowns will come. 
Look who they're throwing to. Randall Cobb, right? Randall Cobb, Target Hog, Randall Cobb now. Tunyon's going to get red zone work. Just just wait. Geno Smith is still available in way too many leagues. I think that's shameful. Justin Fields is is a great streaming option this week. I believe that the matchup is good. If I if I remember correctly, the matchup is good, and that's why I bid more than I wanted to because I have some Derek Carr on buy, and so I was like, oh, I could stream Fields. The problem is they're facing Washington Thursday night, so I'm like, oh, great. Everyone's going to be trying to stream him. So I bid a little bit more on Fields because I really want him against Washington. I think this is the this is the breakout game. If not if not this week. It's not going to happen. Justin Fields' career hangs in the balance on Thursday night football. And Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett gives you two rushing touchdowns one week, throws over 300 yards the next week, has incredible weapons. Why not? Like, let's go. Like, it was the Bills. He deserves a Bills mulligan. So the guys I'm streaming, because I think that they could break out and you can just keep playing them for the rest of the season at quarterback, if Geno Smith isn't available, and he shouldn't be, Give Fields a chance against Washington. He, he could totally exceed expectations. And I think Kenny Pickett, uh, he's good. I'm going to lean into this penis thing, guys. I'm leaning into it. I'm leaning into hog talk.